The journey of life is too complex and spiritual to be lived from your sensory perceptions. You're welcome to Love Life City, where we live life by the Holy Spirit. To raise men with the capacity to love genuinely both God and humanity through insight, discipleship, and fellowship. This message will set you up for a balanced lifestyle here on earth. Listen and be blessed. Quickly go to the message of today. I hope you are ready to learn. Are we ready to, for the word? Say, I'm excited for the word. So Mark chapter 11 verse 23. Today we are talking about the faith for the impossible. Say, faith for impossible. We are going to read from verse 23, Mark 11. But then I'd like to start from verse 20. I need you to pay attention because every mountain in your life that has refused the power of God, after today's knowledge, they will bow before you. Amen. You didn't say amen like you believed. Amen. Mark chapter 11, if you read from verse 20, it says, Now in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Now this was an experience between Jesus and his disciples. Uh, they walked by a particular tree and then Jesus spoke to that tree. He said, because you are unable to produce fruit, cost are you. And the next day, when it was 24 hours after he had spoken, the tree was completely dried off. Everything that is refused to bear fruits in your life. See, one of the reasons why Jesus spoke to that tree to dry off was because the will of God was that that tree would bear fruit. And the tree was not bearing fruit. Can I prophesy to one person whose amen will come loud? Everything that is going against the will of, your, of God for your life. As you say amen to, to this morning, we decree in the name of Jesus, they are dried up. Every financial situation every health circumstances every career situation that does not align with the plan and the will of god for your life as the word of god comes forth this morning i decree that situation dries up in the name of jesus now i want you to be very sensitive because as i'm speaking i'm also prophesying hallelujah and you know it took the word for the whole world to be formed many times what you think what you might be thinking is it takes God a lot to do so much. If it took God one word to form the whole world, how much more? What it will, it will, it will take even less than a word. When Jesus was in a, in a particular um, 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 journey on the sea, and there came a mighty raging storm, the Bible says that Jesus spoke to the storm and said, Peace be still. How many words were there? Were those? How many words? Three words. And the storm had. So, Part of the things, part of the instruments or the technologies for taking down strange mountains, strong mountains, stubborn situation is prophetic word. Someone say prophetic word. One of the people that stayed with me in the house came. He was asking, he says, I'm believing God for the prophetic. I'm believing it. He said he wants to function the prophetic. I told him, I said the prophetic is not difficult. The prophetic is not all about prediction. The prophetic is not me being able to tell you this is what happened to you. This is what will happen to you. It's not word of wisdom or word of knowledge. The prophetic is simply speaking the word of God but with a fragrance of power. That's what the prophetic is. And if you can, in any form, if you can download the power of God as you speak, if the power of God accompanies your word, that power can make you tap into the word of knowledge. That power can make you tap into the word of wisdom. So, you, if you are speaking with the power of God, in those speech, you can, you can, you can discern 
a person's problem. In that speech, you can discern a solution to the person's problem. Are you hearing what I'm saying here? Because anywhere God speaks, what you see is solution. Are you following what I'm saying? Have you been to places where they can tell you this is what you're going through, this is what happened to you, but they can't profess solution? That's not a prophet. That's only a man that functions with the gift of the word of knowledge. He knows a lot of things about you, but he can't help solve you. But listen to what the Bible says. He said, believe the Lord your God and you shall be established. And believe what? His prophet and you shall prosper. It means in the word of a prophet is your prosperity. Oh, you didn't hear me. I announce to someone under the sound of my voice, this year will begin on the best note for you. You might have been experiencing a lot of things with the economy when I prophesy. What God is doing in your life will shock even you yourself. If your amen is louder, your delivery is now. Now, please follow closely. This situation here, just a very beautiful story. You know, the situation here was there was a tree that was not going in alignment with the purpose of God for it. It was it was acting up. Just like so many of you here, it's as though your life is not is going against the will and the plan of God for your life. Well, Jesus spoke to that tree and he cursed it. And listen, it didn't take more than 24 hours. The next day as they were returning, it was dried up. But let's see what Jesus was, how Jesus was able to speak and those things came to pass. Uh, you see, this thing is very simple. After today's service, you can speak to a person who is blind, a person who is deaf, a person who is sick, and they will become healed. Amen. Do you believe that? Yes. Jesus didn't do more. He just spoke to that mountain. So let's read further. Verse 21. Parasophrahates. He says, And Peter remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered what? Away. Verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to in God. So the topic we are treating today is mountain moving faith. Says, say have faith in God. So he was trying to tell Peter, he says, I didn't just use words. It was not just ordinary words that commanded the fig tree to be with that. There was an energy that accompanied the words I spoke, and that's faith. Now look at let's let's move further. For as surely I say unto you, now as we are reading this part. You are going to start seeing the principles that for obtaining mountain moving faith. How many of you have been following this series of faith? You are you've been in Bible study and all of that. Let me see your hands. Wave. Hallelujah. Now I've told you several things about faith. I first of all I told you there are about four types of faith. Faith to be uh, faith to obey God. Hallelujah. So those were I spoke about. You see, and I said that you can have faith in God, but you don't have faith to obey God, and that makes your faith impotent. In this scripture, we want to see, actually also spoke about mountain moving faith. Faith for the impossible. Faith to cash in on the promises of God. So in that faith that helps you to cash in on the promises of God, we need to know how that faith functions. What are the things that you must do to carry out, to have a faith? That will cause you to cash in on the promises of God. It's not enough to have a faith. You need a faith to command things to happen in your life. Have you seen Christians who are born again for 10 years, 15 years, and don't have anything tangible to show in their life? It's because they lack the faith that moves mountains. Are we together? So what I'm teaching you here today, this morning, are the principles to cultivate the kind of faith 
that moves mountains. The kind of faith that when you use it, immediately you are seeing a result. Are we together? So look at that. Therefore, assuredly, I say, this was Jesus speaking to them. For assuredly, I say unto you, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Somebody say, say to this mountain, be casted out and moved into the sea. Uh, and it will happen. That's what the Bible says. If you say to a mountain, because it will move, it says, if you don't doubt it, it will come to pass. We prayed for a lady, one of our live broadcasts, we prayed for a lady that had spots all over her body. As we spoke the word, the next day, she called us and said, all the spots appeared. Another thing that we also noticed that a formidable miracle was a, a guy who texted us and said, I can't talk. Man of God, I don't know what is wrong with me. I've gone for checkup, and the checkup is not saying that anything is wrong. But suddenly I've stopped talking, and I, I, I replied him with a voice note. I said, In the name of Jesus, I'm losing your tongue, and I remove the impact of witchcraft. Now, that thing that was wrong with him, at the spot, it was sorted. So he called me back. Immediately I saw his call, I, I knew that it was done. See, there is a kind of faith that you can have. This is called the mountain moon faith. That you know <laughs> that when you when you address a sickness, it must be healed. Are you following what I'm saying? That you know that when you address a, a blind man, the blind man with his eyes will open. Jesus did not do trial and error. In fact, are you aware that in many scriptures, especially the book of Matthew, chapter 10, in verse 1, Jesus, the Bible says, and Jesus healed all. You will see it about 12 times in the in, in, in the gospels and in new testament overall it says jesus went and he healed also said he healed all it means that everybody who was sick there no matter how severe their situation was even if their, their situation was caused by foundational spirits the bible says he healed all and lots of people when they are faced with a mountain and a challenge they speak about it but they don't speak to it you cannot cash in on a mountain moving faith that way Mountain moving faith is released when you look at a challenge and you speak to it. Tell your neighbor, speak to it. You are going through a lot of things in life and you are, oh Lord, when will this end? Oh, when will I have my own children? Oh, when will my life be better? Oh, when will, will, will money come? Oh, when will I become a millionaire? You Lord, you said this about you, about me. When will it happen? You are speaking about your mountain, but you are not speaking to your mountain. And that's why the mountain will keep staring at you on the face. Did you see what David did when he came face to face with Goliath? Did he start talking about how big Goliath was? He would have gone there. David was just 16 years old. How many of you are older than 16? If you are older than 16 here, let me see your hands. If you are older, above 16 years, let me see your hands. Wave it. That means all of us here, Senior David. <laughs> as little as David was, he saw a gigantic man seven foot plus and he didn't go to his brothers and look back at them and say oh boy you don't see this guy vested before this guy gets you know in those days giants have about six or seven fingers that's one of the things that you must you would notice about a giant challenging him immediately but he would have gone to the back and first of all say oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy the other person hit 
everybody, even the king, went and hid himself. And they began to discuss the giant. This guy is so massive. This guy is so, if you look at him, you will, you will almost feel like falling. And they began to talk about the mountain. They began to describe the mountain. They began to fear for the mountain. But guess what? A man that had a mountain moving faith went straight to the mountain and said, You uncircumcised Philistine, I curse you in the name of my God. So, one of the things you must learn to do when you are talking to a mountain, say what God is saying about the mountain. If you are ever faced with a mountain, don't talk about it, speak to it, and don't speak anything. Just anything. Speak what God is speaking. Tell your neighbor, speak what God is speaking. Listen, if you pay attention to what I'm teaching this, this morning, if you live here after today, you would command miracles in your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, did you know what David said? He says, I come against you the name of the God who you defy, and I curse you. And he spoke to the mountain, he addressed the mountain. <laughs> that's the first thing you must do to speak to the mountain and speak what God is saying the second thing you must do when speaking is that you must speak about what God has done before so I'm not just speaking to my situation I don't have money, I don't have car I don't have a house, uh, uh, everything is bad I'm not just speaking to my situation and quoting what the Bible says about that situation but now I am talking about what God has done are you hearing what I'm saying? So when David came and he was faced with Saul, he said, and it, David began to read his resume to Saul. He said, and I killed a bear with my hands, and I killed a lion with my hands. You know, some of you think it's only something that killed bear and lion with hands. David did the same. And many of you will look now. You think David is a very huge man. David is a very lanky man. If you know anybody that is slim and lanky, that's how David was, and that's how something was too. So when David came, he spoke what God was saying to the mountain and he spoke about what God had done. Now, the question I want to ask you is how many things has God done for you? How many times, how many of you here understand my voice had been in a situation you didn't know how you would come out but you finally came out? Those are the kind of things you must remember at the face of a mountain. And you begin to address that mountain and say, oh, I serve a God that delivered me from the lion. I serve a God that delivered me from the bear. I serve a God that heals all sicknesses. He was the one that healed the sick. He was the one that raised the... He was the one that healed blood. That you begin to speak to the mountain about the greatness of your God. Shout hallelujah. It's like this message is not for you. Is it for you? Thank you for listening. We know this powerful message by Pastor Emmanuel Azizor has blessed you in no small way. Kindly WhatsApp plus 234-701-652-3173 if you wish to give your life to Christ or share your testimonies with us. The number to WhatsApp is plus 234-701-652-3173. God bless you.